0: Hey, this is the Fat Boy Show. I am Fat Boy here with Olive. Hope you're enjoying all this beautiful music here on your number one station, RX Radio. One of the things we talk about often, of course, on this program is, you know, COVID, the pandemic, and also the ways in which various countries have reacted, the vaccine rollouts, and so on and so forth. But now that uh, the vaccines have been rolled out in many countries and there's discussions about whether this should lead to countries opening up or lead to people being uh, more free to travel between countries, what's happening in Australia, though, is that Australia and New Zealand, the residents of those countries, apparently are going to be able to travel between uh, the two nations without having to quarantine starting on the 19th of April. Both nations have, from the beginning, contained COVID outbreaks and kept infection rates uh, near zero. New Zealand is one of those countries where you know, uh, the infection rates are pretty low and their fatalities, I don't even know if they have any, but if, or if they have, they've been very, very few. And so they've been hailed as a very good example, Australia too. Although I don't know that it's fair to credit them uh, at a policy level or is it more a function of the way of where they're situated and you know in the world because Australia and New Zealand you know they're in the far corner of the world there's very little international travel so if they happen to have fewer COVID cases I can't I would not feel like we can claim uh, credit for their policies rather it's just a function of a, their
1: location their location you i mean you're an island you really believe there is not much international travel to australia
0: not as i mean incomparable to any average european country or the united states mm. or something like that um and if you look at some of the areas that were most hit i mean you're looking at places like new york you're looking at california uh, uh not to UK. mention the uk italy france and so forth where mm. there is very high degree of human uh, travel mm. and movement and so yeah in a situation like that it might be difficult but if you're an island nation where barely anyone goes to visit uh of course you can contain a pandemic
1: and uh, and by the way getting a visa to australia is not a walk in the park <laughs>
0: Oh, I wouldn't know,
1: Um, but
0: it wouldn't surprise me. So anyway, Australia and New Zealand, the residents between the countries are going to be allowed to travel um, Mm. without having to quarantine. So like no mandatory quarantine where you get there and you have to to isolate for two weeks or something like that. Mm. Mm. So um, the Prime Minister of uh, New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, uh, is praising the aggressive responses that they are taking. Uh, And they think this is a key to opening the travel bubble, as they call it. She said, I cannot see or point to any countries in the world that are maintaining a strategy of keeping their countries completely COVID free whilst opening up to international travel between each other. That means that in a way, we are world leading. Ah, there we go.
1: So, um, Australia has actually also been in the news for, by the way, you will be shocked for refusing some of its nationals to return home, especially people that were traveling from the UK and the United States, where new strains have been being reported. But... It has been allowing celebrities to fly. In. The I hear Julia Roberts, Ed the Sheeran. Hemsworth brothers, Ed Sheeran. I heard about that <laughs> and people
0: got really, really mad.
1: Yes, they were mad. They're like, oh, so in Australia, if you have, um, if, you ha- if you're if you a celebrity and you're rich, you can fly in any time. But then I think I understand the government because most people are going to travel on commercial flights, right? And yeah. celebrities flying on jets, private jets mm-hmm. where I probably you'll find like five people on the jets or even less
0: anyway um we'll see what happens with uh, <laughs> these two countries because now that uh, you know we're slowly moving towards uh, opening up you know many of these countries to travel
1: mm.
0: uh i guess it remains to be seen how this impacts on uh, infection rates fatality rates and so forth and just to be clear australia has recorded 909 deaths so far since the pandemic began and also new zealand has reported 25 which for a developed country is exceptionally exceptionally low yeah um and this you know that's if you are happy to accept the covid figures as they are reported
1: i think theirs could be legit (laughs)
0: Although, you know, me personally, I like to, I take these figures with a pinch of salt and maybe we'll have a show about it one of these days. Uh, But just a quick summary. You see, I saw someone comparing the death rate over Mm -hmm. the years. Mm -hmm. Like just uh, death rate in general, uh, regardless of illness, like over the years from 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. And they found that actually the death rate in 2020 was lower than, let's say... It, probably 2016 or 2017 like
1: worldwide like
0: worldwide generally in the yeah. numbers of people dying okay huh. so if the way the pandemic is being presented it's being made to give the impression that people are dying who wouldn't have had to die had it not been for the pandemic but if that were the case we would be we ought to be seeing like if the covid virus itself was uniquely adding to the death toll as is being reported we ought to be seeing a spike in the global uh, sort of death toll general death toll and I feel like that's a fair point point. and that could be because there's a lot of conflation that's happening where people who would have ordinarily have died of um, some of the typical causes hypertension um, heart issues Old age, cancer, and all these things. If they happen to test positive for COVID at the time of their passing, it is declared a COVID death, right? Whereas even after having tested positive, COVID may not have been what killed them. They may very well have even been asymptomatic. But if COVID is in the system, boom, COVID death, right? Uh And so these numbers, so then the number we are fed with from these international institutions, the World Health and so forth, makes it seem like there's a global catastrophe going on. Like these the 2.5 million or so people who have died from COVID would have not had to die had it not been for COVID, but just going by the global death rates. It's seemingly not being that different from previous years, it suggests that people are trying to be funny with the numbers. And that's the interpretation I take
1: from it. I'm actually thinking people are trying to be funny with the numbers af- as far as reporting the global death rates is concerned. Because here is where I'm going to draw the line and say that I'm also now taking whatever was given in that report with a pinch of salt. Because if, let's say, they reported that over 5,000 people would die in a week in let's say Italy or Spain at the start of the pandemic I don't think 5,000 people would just die in a week any other time when there is no pandemic in one
0: single country but you see that has to do with framing the question you're asking raises a very important question which Mm -hmm. is okay what do we know about the normal death rate in Italy Mm-hmm. Uh, is it that 5, that that
1: period of the a year, week or in a day, actually not even in a week. And then, for example,
0: there's been fewer reported fatalities resulting from heart condition, influenza. So, what is it? Is COVID a magic disease that causes people to suffer less heart attacks and no. have less influenza, or, or perhaps is there a conflation taking place where influenza fatalities, uh, heart attack? Fatalities, diabetes, diabetic fatalities, that all these are being listed as COVID fatalities, so that it makes the COVID death toll look higher. Even though, when you look at, I hope you understand my point. No, actually, like if COVID was uniquely causing an a spike in the death toll because of this, it's this pandemic that's ravaging the world. Shouldn't you be seeing a general, uh, universal death toll that is much higher than? Any other random year,
1: that's why I say that uh, the number or the report that you're quoting, I'm taking it with a pinch of salt. Uh uh-huh. Because okay, you should, y- yes, you should. you should, you should, you should. Maybe because what that report is trying to say is that the death toll in 2020. Did not surpass the death toll in previous years, and yet, in the year 2020, especially in the first months of that year, there were reports of death that were extreme. No, this in is given no, countries. no, no, no. And no. here, that that death toll report you're quoting, it's just mentioning death, yeah. not due to COVID or influenza or anything. I'm just saying. So does that mean that the numbers that were reported as COVID deaths are wrong?
0: Well, it invites scrutiny, and that's my point. And indeed, you should take everything with a pinch of salt, uh, whether official reports or whether those that try to refute. Take everything with a pinch of salt. I'm just saying it raises an, in- an interesting question, and it is a question that the media, as you know, has absolutely no interest in uh, delving into because for them, they, just, they love the narrative. For them, as far as co- the media is concerned, you know, uh, COVID-19 is the next... MH370. Do you remember when that plane disappeared? Mm-hmm. It's like it was prime time coverage for weeks and weeks. It was all about the missing aircraft. And why? Because it gave ratings. And COVID, any disaster will be a boon for the media because it creates ratings. The media love COVID-19. They never want it to go away. Trust me. But... Uh, and so that explains how some of these issues are framed. So if 5,000 elderly people die in Italy a week from actually, COVID-19, the
1: numbers were not even for a week, they would be for like whatever. A day so the in question. Okay. So
0: where was the comparison between similar uh, rates of death in Italy? at similar points in the year you, in the
1: past you read the report so you should have those numbers did the report i'm inviting you numbers? in other
0: words i'm inviting you to ask the question and to investigate it because i think that will shed you more light uh but study the general death toll it's a very simple point if covid19 uniquely is creating a death death crisis or like a crisis of like people are being slaughtered by this virus more than we have ever seen and it's unprecedented if it's as bad as we're being told it is surely surely we ought to be a, seeing a spike in the general death toll in other words people will still be dying of the same things they normally die of in as in, you know with every other year yeah mm-hmm. But then in 2020, we should have seen a unique spike due to COVID only or a unique spike in the death toll that could be attributed to COVID. And if we're not seeing that spike, then what is it that's going on?
1: I think there is a spike and like you said, you I'm going to do my homework you because think? you can't tell me First that, research no, come you, back you and can't tell, tell me don't tell me that what you 5,000 think. people would die in a day if I'm to go by those reports, and then you tell me that the death toll in that particular year. Did not change one bit.
0: So let's do this. Uh, I think what we can do is we can, uh, you know, look into. Let's go with Italy, okay? To keep it, uh, since Italy was one of the places where most people were dying in such a short time. We go to Italy. Let's look at how many people were dying uh, in the same time the previous year or previous. In fact, we'll look at going back maybe five years. Mm -hmm. uh, That same period of time within that within a year to see how many people were dying. And if there seems to be um, a discrepancy where the the rate happened to be uniquely higher than in other years, then fine, that might uh, refute my point. But if if we're not seeing that much of a variance, mm. and God forbid, so to speak, I'm not religious, but I like the expression,
1: we know that. <laughs>
0: but God forbid that the death rate or or, or the, the you know the fatalities. Are fewer than in previous years. Wow! What questions those that would raise. I mean, what uh, what that would tell us something quite interesting about how they've been dealing with the numbers and how they've been presenting
1: them. That's my point. I'm quite sure that if we come back with a variance, and I'm right. Mm-hmm. You're going to say that the numbers are misreported.
0: We'll take it from there. (laughs) Uh, We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But let's first look at the numbers. Let's first look at the numbers. uh, And then uh, we'll be uh, right back with it. In fact, let's just do that now. Uh, I'll see what numbers I can pull up. I'll present them here. And then uh, we'll see what sense to make of it. You're listening to The Fat Boy Show. Stick around for more great music.
1: Uganda's king of radio, unleashed
0: and unplugged.
1: It's freaking hilarious. Hell yeah. The Fat Boy Show.